0: Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it. Around.
1: Blessings, blessings, blessings. Welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and as always, it is an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to join with you in the airwaves on today. I am praying that you have all had an incredibly blessed week in the Lord and that you have uh, been strategically pressing forward, and implementing the things that God has called you to for this new year. I want to take a minute just to ask you to kind of do an assessment of where you are. We are entering into the last month of the first quarter of 2018, and so I'm just, you know, just kind of curious as to where you find yourself at this time. I had started a... um, a new daily uh, strategic faith declaration broadcast on my my um, Facebook Live page, and part of the things that we are looking into is six areas of our lives and improving on those six areas of our lives. And the the biggest Portion of that is being strategic in what we are doing in those six areas of our lives, and those six areas was in in our spirituality, uh, our mental or mindset, our physical body, um, relationships with others, where are we in our profession? Um, and financially, and in dealing with those areas of life, it is very, very important that if we are ascending to the the abundant life that Christ came to give us, that we are mindful of those areas of our lives. We know that the abundant life is life eternal; it is life everlasting with the Father. But in the in this um, realm of that life everlasting. This is a part of that, that that time continuum that we are in the earth realm, and God has called us to rule and to reign in this earth realm, to take dominion in the earth realm. And if we are going to do that, we have to be strategic in what we're doing. God is not a God of happenstance. God is a very strategically minded entity Um, He does nothing just by chance. Everything he does is by calculation and design. And we need to learn and to develop that mindset of living our lives in that manner as well. So we have to get to that place of strategy. And our strategist, our master strategist is God Almighty himself. And in order to help us to implement his strategies for our lives, he has given us his precious Holy Spirit, which is an incredible gift. The Holy Spirit is our best friend. He walks with us. He talks with us. He leads us. He guides us. He helps us in our decision making. And the sooner we recognize his importance in our lives, the sooner we can pursue the greatness that God has created us for. This is, it is very, very um, strategic. For my life, that when I engage you and others, that there are key components that God has placed within my spirit to stress. One of those is uh, relationship over religion, making sure that you understand the vital importance of having a relationship with God as opposed to just joining some religious set it is very very important that you develop your personal relationship with him that you know you get into that mindset of entering to his presence daily sitting at his feet sitting at his throne making sure that you are connected with him, making sure that you are inquiring of him, making sure that, you know, in all you're getting, you're getting understanding. The Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, but in all thy getting, get understanding. Why is that vital? Because without a clear understanding, even of the word of God, even of what you're reading, even of your time with him, then you'll go off and you'll do something incorrectly with the Right intention, but if you don't have an understanding of truly how it works, then it will cause you to misuse it or abuse it. I was read, I was I was reading something earlier today, and and it's a prime example in my mind of how not having a clear understanding about how something operates or the purpose of that thing can cause you to get off kilter and abuse it and it was um it was a post on on facebook and you know how they have the the little motivational um posts like gold coast and stuff like that and then now they have another one that kind of just gives you understanding of what happens you know what what I guess it's almost like a checks and balance. I I was looking at it just a few minutes ago, and it was talking about the effects of just allowing a baby just to cry um, instead of finding out what the problem is and comforting the child and and the long-term effects of that. Well, the same company and I don't remember who, who shared the post, but the same company had put another one out that I was reading earlier this morning and it was about the benefits of medical marijuana versus the effects of the abuse of just recreationally smoking marijuana. Um and, and it was very, you know, it was very interesting to see how if it is used in its proper contact. Um, that it literally it helps um, it helps cancer patients. It actually shrinks cancer cells. It helps patients that are on chemotherapy with their pain and and their their nausea and what have you. It, it will help to soothe it. Um, there were there were many many benefits that were listed for it, and I don't remember them all off the top of my head. But after they listed all the benefits, they also then list. Um, all the, the detrimental effects of using it in the wrong context as just, you know, trying to get high. Basically, that's, it. that's not what it said, but that's what it boiled down to. Um, and it was very interesting to see the disparity between the two. And I think that is very, it, it just, put my mind in that state where I understand why the word is saying that in all by getting, get understanding. If you, uh, Miles Monroe, who was a, an incredible man of God with incredible wisdom and insight into the kingdom of God as well as the word of God, and his, his task was teaching about purpose Um. And one of the things that he would say is that, you know, if you don't know the purpose for a thing, why it was created, then you will abnormally use it or abuse it, which is so true. And so that's why I'm saying if you don't get a clear understanding in even the things that God is calling you to, then you will misuse and abuse the the gifts and the talents that God has placed within you because those are placed within you in order to cause you to have that focus of who he is and in that focus to press into the call upon We have seen people that, you know, are incredibly gifted and talented, but they're using their gifts and talents and even their intelligence for the wrong thing. This has been, like, documented, and it's really, really real, that if you can go out, and harness the intelligence of the master kingpin in a city, the the dope man, okay, the one that's controlling, you know, where the drugs are being sold and whatever, you will find that he is an incredible mathematician and and, an analyst. But those gifts, Excuse me, and those talents that he possesses, he's using it not to the glory of God and not to the good of his fellow man, but he's using it just to line his pockets and to heap power upon himself. so therefore he's gifted, he's talented, God's gifts come without repentance. Remember that, but he has not harnessed in or or keyed into his maker why he was created, why he was wired the way he was, why he is possessor, He is the possessor of these gifts and talents. So that's kind of where I'm going right now is that, you know, you have incredible gifts and talents within you. Have you tapped into the spirit of the true and living God who dwells within you if you have accepted him? He's a gentleman. He won't force himself upon you. But if you have accepted him into your heart, accepted him into your spirit, into your being, then he is there to lead you to all spiritual truths. He is there to lead you along the path that God so preordained you to. So again, my question and, and we're just, you know, I'm just talking today. I'm not quite sure. I know um my co host DL is working today, so I don't know if he'll have an opportunity to call in or not. And I'm praying that my my other beautiful co host Tanya is is well today. I've not spoken to her, however, you know, the show goes on. And so this was just something as I was putting this show up that God just dropped into my spirit, you know, it's the first, the last month of the first quarter of this year, and just to cause you to the listening audience to just stop and think about it, you know, think about where are you with your goals for this year? Um, It is important. It is important that we um, visit our goals often and see, okay, what can I check off, what do i need to invest more time in um just it's like your business plan and and i would encourage you literally to have a business plan for your life and a business plan for your family as well as a business plan for your business if you so um are inclined to to start your own business but a business plan is just writing on paper put not just in your head Um, Most of us are very, very mindful and skillful and very good at having thoughts within our mind that we never put down on paper. There's something about writing it out. There's something about journaling. There's something about keeping record of your progression. And this is in your personal life. I'm not just talking about your business now. In your own personal life, having a journal of your progression where your goals and your dreams lie is vital because you can go back and visit it five years from now. What you write down today, you can look back five years from now and say, hmm, okay, so I was on point with this, that I had a little off. I'm in I'm on time in my scheduling of where I wanted to be or I've not progressed in the things that I, I desired to do. If you keep a record of it, it somehow holds you accountable to it. Okay? And that accountability is key. It is key. So I'm encouraging you seriously to journal to, you know, write down what, is, what are your goals? What was your – I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I really don't, okay, because most of them we make on the first and we've broke broken them on the second. But, you know, I do believe in mapping out your year. I do believe that. You know, and it depends on which calendar you're you're living your life according to. Some of us, you know, kind of straddle between two calendars. We have the Hebraic calendar where, you know, it is marked um with the the feast and the signs of the time for the children of Israel. Then we have the, the I think it's called the Georgian calendar, the, the calendar, the regular calendar that, you know, says what this date is. This is And, and, okay, I really shouldn't do this because you're going to hear this syndicated other times, but after taping this show, it is March the 4th, 2018. So, you know, on this day, you know, where, where are you with what you said, where you wanted to be on January 1st, 2018? Where are you right now? In that. So if you've written it down and you set goals for yourself and you put timelines on your goals, then this will give you a good indication on where you are. Now, please, let me encourage you, don't beat yourself up if you're not where you thought you would be. Because most of the time, what we don't take into accountability when we're listing our timeline is the different obstacles and things that may come up along our journey. But even though you're not going to monitor that portion of it, you are going to monitor, have I been working toward it? Can I actually see what I have done to move in or move toward what my goal is? Okay? And that is really, really important. That is really, really important. So, you know, um, yeah, challenge yourself. Sit down, write out um, your goals, Write out a timeline for your goal and be realistic. Be realistic. I don't want to see, you know, at the end of this year, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. And right now, I'm working at McDonald's, but but that's my goal is to be a multimillionaire. And I'm not putting you down if you work at McDonald's, but hear what I'm saying be realistic. I, and by the end of this year, I will no longer be working at McDonald's. I'll be working somewhere that will enhance me to get closer to my goal of business ownership. Or it will, and maybe that's your goal. It's to own a McDonald's, and that's why you're working there. So please, you know, I, I, again, I'm not trying to put anybody down, but what I what I'm trying to do is encourage you to mark your time. Mark your time. We're not just existing, but we're living a goal-oriented life, I, for one, don't want to get so caught up in uh, the future that I forget about today, but I also don't want to be so caught up in just living for the moment that I forget about the future. So there's got to be a balance there, all right? So basically, you want you need long-term and short-term goals. My long-term goal in five years to be where I, you know, in a, very, in a place where, where there is no lack, there is no, you know, there is no want, and I am a blessing to others, okay? My short-term goal is let me increase my income, let me increase my investments, let me increase uh, my time of education so that as I'm working toward my long-term goal, I'm increasing and bettering myself on the short term. I hope I'm making sense to you. So, you know, it is very, very important that we are, we are doing um, – we are making plans and, and keeping ourselves accountable to those plans. I understand that you can't always have an accountability partner in the flesh, okay, because everybody is not going to embrace your dreams or your goals. But you can be your own accountability partner, and you and the Holy Spirit can track your progress. All right, so that's really important. I, all of this week, as I've been doing um, the, the days of strategic faith declarations, I have been encouraging uh, my my listeners to get a book, and then I'm going to put it out here today as well. And that book is probably about 30 years old, and it was written by Benny Hinn. And the name of the book is Good Morning, Holy Spirit. I encourage you to read that book for the simple fact that that book will give you a greater understanding of the relationship that the Holy Spirit desires to have with you, the fact that you would open your eyes in the morning and say, good morning, Holy Spirit, the fact that you would acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is present with you with a mind to say, good morning, Holy Spirit, that will increase your awareness of his presence, and open the dialogue for conversation. Your relationship with God is a personal relationship, but it is not a fictitious relationship. It is real. It is real, okay? So, excuse me, I think people that have never encountered that relationship, they have never really tapped into it, on on a real sense you know um, in, in the real okay I think that people have a hard time understanding really how tangible that relationship is I and, and you know, People will look at me really crazy when I say this, but I really mean it from the depths of my being is that my relationship with the Holy Spirit and my relationship with God is more tangible to me than my relationship with people in this earth realm. and the reason for that is because he has proven himself to be so faithful to me, okay? May I, there is not a human being on the face of this planet that I have encountered, all right, and had a close bond, close intimate relationship with that has not at some point in time disappointed me, at some point in time hurt my feelings, at some point in time did something that caused me to step back, okay? But my relationship with God, he has never rejected me. He has never failed me. He has never ceased in being my comforter when I go through the hard times. He has never ceased in being my guide as I'm walking through treacherous times. You know, we can find ourselves in very treacherous times, You know, that we don't know which way to go. We don't really know which way is up, which way is down. Imagine this. You jump into the ocean, and in the depths of the ocean, it is very, very dark, and you don't know what's down and what's up. So if you're headed the wrong way, you're going to come into that place of the ocean where the pressure is so great it will kill you. And you may be headed that way thinking you're headed to the top that you're trying to swim to the surface, okay? Life will take you to places like that from time to time Mm -hmm. where it is such a deep depth that you find yourself in, in life and entrenched that you don't know which way to go. You don't know which way is out. But the presence of God in your life will strategically Lead, guide, and direct you. He is that light. He is that lamp for your pathway. So that's why it is so vital that you have developed a personal relationship with him and you are embracing that relationship and allowing that relationship to guide your path. I, I can't begin to tell you how many times it's just, you know, if there's an unction. There is an unction that says, no, don't do it that way, do it this way. There is an unction that says, call this person. There's an unction that tells you step-by-step step in how to, to proceed anything and which way to go, and if you follow that unction, you'll find there's a helping hand to pull you up and out. If you ignore that unction, you'll find yourself, as we said a moment ago, going the wrong way down in the depth of life and not knowing how to get out. So I'm encouraging you to continue to develop your relationship with God so that as you're setting your goals in this hour for your life and for this year, I mean, you know, we got long-term and short-term, right? So let's go back to the short-term. As you're setting your goals in order for this year, again, we're at the the beginning of the the last month of the first quarter, you want to make sure that you're on track. And the way to do that is to make sure you are tapped into the spirit of the living God and allowing him to lead you on that pathway. So I see that my beautiful co-host has joined in with me. Good afternoon, Miss Tanya. How are you? Hey, beautiful. I had a Thank little you. delay. It was my anniversary, actually, yesterday. So I
2: was excited oh. about that. Happy Happy
0: anniversary.
2: Thank you. I know, right? Awesome. And um, awesome. we actually had just gotten back. So I was like, God, ah, I want to go on a show. I'm glad you're on. But I heard you talking, and um, that's interesting what you're saying, <laughs> just about paying attention to what's going on. And I believe that we all can. Mm-hmm.
1: We can all learn something if we just listen and we slow down and hear. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so let me ask you a question. Okay, because what what I've been encouraging the listeners to do today is to take an assessment. We are beginning the first month of the first quarter. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, we're beginning the last month of the first quarter of 2018, and I'm sure that we all started the year out. With goals and um, we, we we encourage the listeners to write down their goals and so that they would know uh, what path they were taking in pursuing them for this year. so what can you share with our listeners that you have encountered over this first quarter? the first two months of the year is gone over those two months what have you encountered to say a I am on track with the goals I set for myself and B, some of the goals that I set for myself have encountered a few roadblocks, but this is what I've done to pass to push past the roadblocks. Wow,
2: so you kinda of added everything in there. I almost thought I kinda of got <laughs> away with that answer. Um I'm gonna say this to you. Um, I can see that I'm still on track. I started off okay. um with my real estate and everything, being really gun ho about it. And I'm going to do it. And before you know it, I'm telling everybody, do anybody but me see how fast time is going? Does anybody but me see that people are leaving here? Life is throwing a curveball ball more than ever in, in different people's lives. So all I want to say is don't get
1: stressed out about it
2: because that's the first thing. It's so easy mm-hmm. when you just. Get- Seem like you on point or on time or on your time that it, it's not going to happen. Um, it, it'll never happen because that's the kind of person I was. And then I just throw in the towel and I gave up before the fight was even over. found out mm-hmm. after the fight was over you could have won if you would have mm-hmm. just retrieved it a little, uh, a little differently. So what I'm saying is mm-hmm. like right now, I woke up this morning feeling good and all of a sudden with the pollen, And then last night I had a really good night. A man said something I know I'm not supposed to do, sugar. I ate a whole bunch, a lot of sweets and everything, had a good time doing it, didn't pay attention to the circumstances, felt good, went to bed, and woke up feeling good, and then all of a sudden I took a sugar crash knowing Mm -hmm. what I wasn't supposed to do. So that kind of threw a wrench in what I wanted to do today. So, again, Mm -hmm. so many things, I'm still on track. Thank you, Jesus. I still know what I have to do. Thank you, Jesus. Our time is not God's time. I thank God for that. I believe in my heart and with a passion, what you have to believe is you're right on time for what needs to happen in your life right now. As long as you're striving towards something, what is your strive? I woke up this morning. I said to my husband, guess what? He said, what? And I said, that was yesterday morning. I go, it's our anniversary. He said, I know. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And I said, we're right on track. We got three more months on something that we said we wanted to do. We're at the midpoint. But we can't get stressed out about it. You got to still keep prayerful. Just keep mindful. I'm telling you right now, find your peace. Keep God first. Get you some sort of me time. I call it the me time, chi time. And then give it to everything else. Wait a minute. What do you
1: call it? The me time. What time?
2: I call it the me time chi time. You know, everybody say you got to find your chi, your center. I call it the me time okay. chi time. Yeah. Okay. see We give first to God. That I'm, I'm telling you, that has to come first. That's where that peace mm-hmm. comes from. That's where that joy comes from. That's where that everything. I was telling my husband this morning. He said, "I feel so happy." I say, "I realize that happiness." has been the hardest thing that I've had to fight for on this earth more than anything because it's mm. so many things to come and try to steal your joy, your peace, your love, your everything. And because those things mm-hmm. don't seem like they have a payoff. Kind of hear me what mm. I just said. Those things don't mm. seem like they have a payoff. Our jobs, our careers, our, our, our tenacity, our all this, those things seem like they have a payoff. But when you have your love, your peace, your joy, Those things don't seem like they have a peace or a payoff. I had to ask the Lord this morning, let me continue to love your people, Lord. And don't look down. Don't let me judge. but Love your people according to what you tell me, not the way I say it's supposed to be. And before I know it, I'm crying because it's a hard task, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: especially right now what we're going through. So besides what we have to do for ourselves, because I have some goals that I've set. And like you're saying, sis, man, I'm looking going, oh, my gosh, it's March already.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't believe
2: it, you guys. Before we know it, we'll be saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's again. That's the urgency Mm -hmm. clock that I'm on for myself. So I know Mm -hmm. like you're saying, sis, you were saying about writing that book. Man, how long has it been for mine? I've been getting the right pages and haven't put it together. How long has it been? But you know what I want to say? I'm listening to different people's testimonies now. It was not, it didn't didn't happen overnight. Some people had to Mm -hmm. wait 10 years. Some people had to wait 15, Mm -hmm. 20, 25 years for that birth Mm -hmm. to come forth. Mm -hmm. Some people have to wait 30 years. I am a late bloomer. It just hit me. I said, I'm a late bloomer. I've had so many things the Lord has blessed me to become to me easy, and I didn't get it. I thought I did, but now I'm living again, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Can you extend my days, Lord, so I can live this now? <laughs> I get it. And I understand. That. Can I ask for yeah. more time?
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm looking at my
2: time now. I'm going, woo. I'm looking at this time like a locomotive, like what they say a locomotion, mm-hmm. locomotive going, woo, woo, mm-hmm. woo, down the, woo, woo. I mean, fast mm-hmm. speed, guys. This is serious, this thing called life. But it is, but yes. it isn't. And what I wish I would have did, says, out of all the things, out of my goals, all my everything, write it down. It's so important that you uh, can see it. Write wow. it down. Look at it every day. See, we look at TV every mm. day. That's that's why it becomes mm-hmm. a habit. You know what? I had to put Facebook mm-hmm. down for a minute because I was trying to do mm-hmm. everything. The practice thing, I was trying to do all that. And before I knew it, I was in that Facebook and I was like, I'm not going anywhere doing this. What are you really going to do? What do you really want to do? So write mm-hmm. the vision down. I'm telling you, it's so important because what mm. you do every day is what you become a victim
1: of. hmm Absolutely, absolutely. This is it is so. I, I had to chuckle to myself because before you came on the air, that was what I was encouraging our our listeners to do. So is to write it down. You know, not to just keep stuff rolling around in your head, but write it down. There is something about writing it down that makes you accountable to it because if you write it down, then you can refer back to it. It could be five years from now, 10 years from now, but you can go back to it and see have I progressed? You know, the greatest accountability is within inside of ourselves. You know, because we can't, we can't share with everybody our goals because everybody is not going to embrace your goals with you. Everybody's not going to be happy for you achieving your goals. And you're going to have people that will smile in your face and be backstabbers, you know, trying to sabotage you behind your back because they don't want to see you accomplish your goals because they feel it will cause you to, to uh, go faster than what they're going. When in essence, so if they, they were to concentrate on, yes, uh, but they can't have you for. Right. but they can't you, I don't mean is, to say
0: you.
2: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you know, it's so uh-huh. amazing that please forget this. I have to realize that when we're on, when we're on, when we're, on, when we're doing it like this, when I'm speaking I'm like kind of like giving an ad-lib to what you're saying, which what you're saying is Mm -hmm. true, you know. um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean to cut you off like that. I was just like ad-libbing and saying, you're absolutely right. You know, they can't use you anymore. See, it's okay. I heard somebody say a long time ago, it's good to use people. I went, how could you say that? How could you use people? He said, no. See, you have me wrong. We need each other to use each other so we can develop each other but when you misuse mm-hmm. me that's when there I have a you problem see, you, you, we need that's to good. use each other but we mm-hmm. can't when we misuse each other see we're in positions mm-hmm. where people see your greatness and they want to keep you mm-hmm. there because your greatness and your light shines for them so in that mm-hmm. need they can hide behind you so you can develop them I thought to myself what the Lord told me says. All the ideas, all the inventions, all the things you spoke into the atmosphere, all the power that you had in you, you spoke into other people's lives. They knew it. That's Mm -hmm. why they were around you. They squatted around you to get Mm -hmm. what you had. Mm -hmm. You didn't know the power you had, but they did. So, therefore, they Mm -hmm. used you, relationships, Mm -hmm. friendships, and different things. See, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I thought that what they, they loved me. You know, all I wanted to ever be, I always felt, was love. Different show, different story, Mm -hmm. another day. But what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is, but when you speak out and God gives you that tongue to speak existence, then you begin Mm -hmm. to speak existence in everybody else's lives. Now, you said something that's powerful. Mm -hmm. When it's your time, I see I wasn't a hater. I wasn't a hater. But I used to look at people when their time came and I used to go, what about me, Lord? And then mm-hmm. finally it hit me. After a while, the Holy Spirit said to me, if you have to ask what about me, that's why you're still here. Because you keep saying mm-hmm. what about me. Because, see, people don't get that. You know, you have, let me tell you something. It's according to your faith. It's according to what you're willing to put in. It's according to your fear factor, your level, where you are in your life, how you develop. People don't get mm-hmm. it. See, it's where you are. You are right on time for your blessing of where you're supposed to be. Some had theirs last year, last month. year before that. And then you, you're like me. I'm in the gate now saying I'm I'm, I'm ready now. I'm not trying to look and say mm. what about me, Lord. I'm looking at Tanya mm-hmm. saying, okay, you got to put in the work. See, people, we don't want to put in the work. God mm-hmm. has given us. You know what I looked at my husband and said to him today? I didn't realize how blessed I was. I didn't really have to put a lot in it. God invested so much in me. First, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. therefore, I got spoiled of knowing that he invested all this in me, and I didn't want to put the work in because I got lazy. And we can get spiritually mm-hmm. lazy, all kinds of lazy. And now, all of a sudden I'm looking up, going, Wait a minute, hold up. And he's saying, Put in the work. I already put it in you. Why are you asking me for this? I already gave it to you. Why are you saying this mm-hmm. when you were his you spoken into everybody else's life, speak it into yours. Yes. Now it's time for you to take yeah. flight. So what I'm saying to you is I hadn't, didn't have a hating mentality, but when I said, what about me? Guess what that did? All the prayers and blessings that I thought I was praying good into everybody else's life wasn't good because it had, couldn't be good when I kept worried about me. So mm-hmm. now I'm happy for you. When I look and see people, I cry now. I'm like, their moment mm-hmm. has come. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do it. And it's mm-hmm. don't worry about it. No weapons gonna form against you. You know, can't mm-hmm. no more weapons form against you. Write the vision mm-hmm. down and see it. Sister, do you remember how we used to sit down in Florida, and we used to look at boats, and we would see yachts, and we was you said mm-hmm. I want a yacht, and I'm gonna tell you what my sister mm-hmm. told me she wanted it named Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. You remember that?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
2: Write the vision down. And we used to say, "Man, man, woo! That's a perfect name, Jehovah Jireh. We're gonna have a yacht, oh my God, and we're gonna survives. do, that, you know what I'm saying? And Yes, yes.
1: So what I'm saying yes. is, I never and forgot I'm it. I'm still gonna have my yacht in in its name, is yes, he, Jehovah Jireh. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, and I, I believe yes. that with everything within me. Yes, ma'am. Right. You know? But I'm going
2: to tell people something The reason why a lot of things have not taken place In our lives, I found this out for me Let me tell you something You can't want it for everybody else And don't want it for yourself And when people, when we talk about a vision We mean what do you want for yourself See you can't mm-hmm. it, Something can't take place in your life If you don't know what you want You can't be here, there, mm-hmm. and everywhere I was everywhere I have five, six, seven, eight, nine multiple visions Of what I wanted to transpire and come together But when it all comes down to it, I tell my mom now, I say, when I get on my knees, all I can pray now is, Lord, let me give you praise, and thou will be done.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't really want Mm -hmm. anything
2: else. Lord, let me give you praise, Mm -hmm. and thou will be done. I don't want to pray anything else. I can't right now. And that's Mm -hmm. where I am in my life. I just want to give you praise because I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be able to lift my hands up. I shouldn't be able to do what I'm Mm -hmm. doing. And then I want to say, Thou will, because see all those prayers that i sold out in the land, I've seen other people's manifest, and yet I have not seen
1: mine, because I never prayed Your will upon my life. Mm-hmm.
0: So now that's Can where I am. Can I add I to
1: your prayer? Let me add yes. to your prayer, because this dropped in my spirit as you said that, you know, yes, praise Him, His will be done, but keep me in the center of Your will okay? I want your will to be done, but I want to be in the center of that will. I want to make sure that, as Paul Morton said, whatever you're doing, you don't do it without me, okay? I want to be in the center of your manifested will, seriously, because we can pray that will be done, but we can be on the outside looking at that will manifesting and decide Mm, okay I know that's your will God I know that's what you want to do but I don't want to do that right now so we can get caught up in our own like you said our own self-assessment so to add to your prayer because it's a great prayer Lord and keep me in the center of your will I want to be in the midst I don't want to be seeing your will manifest from the outside I want to be in the middle I want to be in right. the middle, and that will help keep you grounded in the things of God, you know, because, and, and, and what you said is really good, sis, you know, that when it was all, it was, uh, and, and you, I know you, you were never a selfish person, so people, if you hear her saying, she was saying, what about me, she was doing it from a place of of maybe feeling, that she wasn't a part of what was going on, but she has never been a selfish person. So please hear me and understand that, okay? And I think we've all been at that place where you'll see something manifest. I'll never forget this. We were at at Bethany, and I had asked people to pray with me for a van. I saw this van. I really wanted a van at that point in time in my life. And I asked people to pray with me for this van, for the manifestation of a van. I promise you that same week, one of my brothers in Christ, Dan, got a van for him and his family. And he was one of the people that were praying with me for that van. Now, fast forward 25 years, I ain't never get that van. But that wasn't what God had for me. But I still had to rejoice when I saw my brother with the van and was like, hey, amen, because he had a big family he needed. The van he had four children his wife or whatever they needed a van so it never materialized in my life but i had to still at that moment when he got the van and i will say this it was like but well, dang lord he was praying with me <laughs> for me to get a van because I didn't have a vehicle at all at that time. And, and, and it was a while before I, the, the realization of me getting a vehicle manifested. But at that same time, I still had to be glad and happy for him because I knew the need that his family had as well. So I hear what you're saying, sis. You know, we've all been there. We've all said, what about me, all right? But we've said it from different places in our lives. You know, and I don't think mm-hmm. God will judge you harshly, because, like I said, your heart was always you know you always had a good heart, and you were always a giver, and you would always share the last thing you had so i don't believe that God judged you from a standpoint of saying "What about me, but I do believe that that the maturity that you have now stepped into causes you. Rejoice in even greater rejoicing when you see your brothers and sisters uh, being blessed. For me, when I see the blessing, I literally, I can sit up and watch a commercial and see somebody get blessed <laughs> and tears will well up in my eyes because for me, what it says to me is, God, you are able any instance I can see you bless somebody else with, I know you Amen. are able. Okay? Yes. I know you yes. are able. And, and not only are you able, you love all of your children. So if you desire to do it for them, you desire Come on. to Come bless on. me. You desire yes. to bless me as well. Okay, so yeah. in saying Woo! what I did to you a moment ago about Woo! keep me in the center of your will, your desire for my blessing may materialize Checkable. in a different way than it materialized for them. It probably will materialize in a different way that I envisioned it materializing for me. But guess what, Daddy, if it's not from you, I don't want it. If I'm something that is not part of the center of your will for my life, I don't want to see it come to pass because all it's going to do is get me in trouble. So you better I come on.
2: Let me tell you something. Sure. Go ahead. I'm laughing, and I'm, let me tell you something. I got to bring a story, you guys. That's what I love about the radio show. It's real. I remember a long time ago, um, my sister and I, Elder. Corlett and I have the same spiritual godmother and rest her soul in heaven because I know she's the head angel. But I remember you saying one time to her, you said, I used to pray that prayer, Lord, be a, path, a light to my pathway. Be a lamp unto my feet, and enlighten to my pathway. And you said, man, I won't pray that again. You said, because, man, when you say, show me the word, show me the word through your way. as you And you said, I'll never pray that. Because you have to go through it. And I remember all of us talking and laughing. So I'm trying to be very strategic in my prayer now, everybody, because I realize now some things that I have prayed, that i see seen mm. the results of it, and I'm going, woo Oh, man, I know why that happened like that, because I prayed that into existence. See, I, I can see that now. But what you're saying, sis, is true. It is just so true. Thank you for saying that as well. I but I still want to tell people it is so much better to rejoice, and I promise you it is, than other people's blessings, and your blessings Mm -hmm. will come. And just like you believe in others, believe in yourself as Christ believes Mm. in you. We're up another day because He believed that we would. I Ah, promise you guys, I'm I'm so grateful to Him. I was telling Mm. my husband, I was painting the wall day before yesterday. I said, I'm grateful. I can still lift my hands above my head. Mm. See, I'm not tripping about Mm. small things like I used to anymore. I told him I'm Mm -hmm. looking at things how grateful I am. I'm grateful that Mm. I can still feed myself, go to the bathroom by myself.
1: I'm grateful that I can comb my
2: hair, cook my breakfast. Thank you, Jesus. See, we tripping Mm. about little things. Yes, I have a decent transportation. Thank you, Jesus. But it's not about Mm -hmm. that. It's not about any of that. I can go from a five-bedroom house to a one-bedroom apartment. I just want to thank God for another day that he's given me. we still eat another day, we still have safety. People are crazy out there. You can make it through Mm -hmm. traffic these days. Y'all need to praise God right now just through traffic. You know what I'm saying? If you can make it to work, to and fro back home. If you can have a family, you ain't got to worry about somebody. The things that people are doing now today, family members, if you would have loving Mm -hmm. people that you can just say, I love you, you better put one of those on your scoreboard right now. I don't know why I'm saying, just like you saying, sis, we're missing the mark. We're missing the point, everybody. Mm -hmm. I know it's about success. It is. It is about accomplishing your best because I want God when he looks down and he sees me, he says, I see my child. Do you see a resemblance Mm -hmm. of the likeliness of Christ? Because, see, everybody ain't meant to be the Oprahs or the Steinbergs or whoever writes books or whatever. But so little that you think it's not much that you can add Mm -hmm. into this world, it can be much. Add it in Mm -hmm. and get it in. Mm -hmm. But, see, we all Mm -hmm. try to look. Please hear me. I've searched for richness all my life. And what I didn't find was that of what I physically thought was riches. But what I found was God loving me and caring for me and pouring out in me and giving me life and life more abundantly What I don't even deserve what I have right now. I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful that I'm another age, another day. Somebody would have told me I would have been married five years. I would have told you stick it in your ear and shove it. I can't even Mm make half three. (laughs) I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. And then it's so amazing. Even this time, I start looking at him going, I got to take care of him. This is my mate. I have to Mm -hmm. invest in him. If I don't take Mm -hmm. care of him, I can't take care of myself. And I was, Mm I I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh, he is getting on my nerves. Somebody better set me free. And then I finally, the Lord shifted the atmosphere and said, I have to take care of him. I have to take care Mm -hmm. of him. Because he matters. Because I matter mm-hmm. to him. So mm-hmm. your whole life can shift in an instant and in a chain sis. All I'm going to tell people yes. is what you need to focus on daily is Christ first. Lord, give me this day my daily bread. And he will issue mm-hmm. out the portion of what you have to do that day. Because it's so easy mm-hmm. to get overwhelmed with next year's goals and last mm-hmm. year's things. And the year before that things. what you need to stay focused on when you when you open up your eyes, if you put your knees on the ground, you will be able to look hmm. up to God first. And then he will give you the portion of what you need for that day. And when you get up off your knees, you start your day accordingly. Write it down on paper because I'm starting to have short-term memory loss. I need to write stuff down, grocery list. You know what I'm saying? Little things like that. Your hair thin? Trust me, your mind starts to thin. But I'm grateful. I tell people, for some weave, amen. Okay, <laughs> <They> sis, <said>, look, <laughs> thank you for a wig that we can still pull our head and still be cute with please. it. I am not even mad, okay?
1: Hmm. But all joking. You know it, what? It's, what you're it's saying what is God true. Said, Christ said in all things, or I think it was actually Paul who who wrote this. She said that I have learned to be content in all things, and in all things. You know, you may not be where you want to be right this moment, but appreciate where you are. You know, the more you appreciate where you are, the more you will be prepared for where you're going. Seriously. Seriously. Man, sis, say I that one that more time out. Say that one more time The more the more you are content In where you are And the, you appreciate where you are The more you will be prepared For where you're going You know what And
2: I'm going to tell people this You know Your mansion is what you make it I've seen mm-hmm. some people In a cardboard box That's been more content than a person with all the money in the world, and see people, mm-hmm. we can look at Oprah and look at Donald Trump and look at all them and say all that money they have. But let me tell you something: mm-hmm. more money, more problems. And you mm-hmm. have situations, and trust me, her woes are even greater than yours. Don't think that yeah, anybody's walks this <laughs> earth much mm-hmm. greater. And I, you know what, I I remember them a man in Vegas one time, long time ago, a homeless guy, and when they found him, he was from New York. He was a big man on Wall Street, a millionaire, and he chose to walk away from his family, from everything, and become homeless. And what he said was he had wished nobody had ever found him because he found more peace where he was. Please believe me when I tell you all this, as a homeless person, than he did where he was. Find your peace. Find your value. Find what Mm -hmm. makes you happy. And that's Mm -hmm. what matters. It's not what everybody else thinks. It's not, you can't be Elder Colette. One thing I had to learn a long Mm -hmm. time ago, I used to say to my godmother, oh, man, I want to be like you. She was like, don't say that ever again. You don't know what I have to go through to be me. Mm -hmm. You don't want what I have to go through. Want what God has Mm -hmm. for you. Don't Mm -hmm. want what nobody else have, y'all. Have what God has for you. You don't want Mm -hmm. what you don't know. My girlfriend used to say, my friend Atlanta, she said she had a girlfriend who had a good-looking husband. He was a minister. Oh, she said he was so good-looking. She said, when she used to pray, she said, I want what Sue has. I want what Sue has.
0: Mm.
2: She said, mm. she let me tell you all this. It's the truth. She said, I want what Sue has. Because she thought, oh, man, they live in a nice house. they lavish. He's a big minister. He's good-looking. They got it going on. She said one night she had a chance that she was talking to Sue. And Sue said something to her husband. Her husband got on that phone and said something to her. Why don't you find your blue blue and went there with her? She said, by the time she got off that phone, she realized, Lord, forgive me. I don't want what Sue has. <laughs> See, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I don't want what Sue has. See, what I'm telling you is you may be looking at somebody else's life, and they may have a fine car and a nice house, look like the good-looking husband, beautiful wife, but you don't know what happens behind those closed doors. What would you Mm -hmm. have? Because you don't know they Mm -hmm. or what they had to go through. You don't know what anybody has to go through to maintain to be them. But be happy Mm -hmm. and love people honestly. Keep loving your heart. Keep animosity and strife away from your doorstep. Move Mm. on and live life peacefully. Don't live life in malice, holding grudges, or talking about people, or being dirty because that's not where it is. But find
1: yourself where you're supposed to be. Hmm? Right. You know, when you're sitting there and you're looking at everybody else and you're living and you're wanting what they have, that's covetness. That's one of the mortal sins. <sighs> you know, you don't want to live your life in covetousness. You don't want to cover your neighbor's good. You don't want to cover your neighbor's wife, husband, nothing else. You know, whatever your neighbor has, amen, thank you, Jesus, for what they got. I want mine. I don't want what they have. I want mine. I want what you have for me. I will never forget, well, this was during a period of time when my husband and I were separated. And I was saying to the Lord, you know, I, mean, I think we were we had actually gone to the divorce court um, or were on our way. But at any rate, I said to the Lord, I said, I don't want that one. I want a new one. Okay, because I, I just made up in my mind I wanted a new man, I didn't want that one anymore. And God said, But a new one won't have in him what I put in that one for you. And I was like, Well, dang, <laughs> see, we you better sometimes come on. We covered, I'm serious, we covered other things, not even recognize the gift that God has given us. Now, I ain't gonna tell you, I ran right out and embraced my husband at that point because I didn't. But after all these years, I recognize and reverence what God was saying to me. Okay,
2: you we better come are, on, come on. Yeah. Your
1: your anniversary was yesterday. My anniversary is in two days, March the sixth, and it'll be twenty four years for the second marriage. I now wow. appreciate. I now appreciate what God was saying to me at that time when he said, a new one won't have in him what I put in this one for you. So, you know, you see, you're looking at other people and what it seems like they got going on, but what they got going on is for them. You want what God has for you because he has tailored it and especially crafted it. It's like when you order a car, but you... Put, you trick out all the amenities on the car that you want. You know, you want them to add this and that. And you want the sunroof, moonroof. You want the fender wells. You want all these other different things, whatever it may be. added to the car so that that car distinctly says, this is my car. This car has all Come the on. different little Come on, and things in it that I want in it. Well, when God does something to you, that's why I said you want to be in the center of his will for you, not his will for somebody else, not on the outside looking in at what he's doing or somebody else's life. You want to be in the center of what he's doing for you and embrace what he has for you. That's why I've come over the years, trust me, I have not always had this mental um, philosophy, but over the years I have learned and matured to a place that God, if it's not of you, I don't want it because I know whatever you have for me has been tailor-made for me, and it is going to enhance me. All things work together to the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So you created me, Father, with purpose and destiny, and along the way of me fulfilling that purpose and destiny, you have put things along the way. It's like some of these games that the kids play. And as they're building up points in their games or whatever, there's certain keys and certain things they have to pick up along the way because they're going to need them when they get further on in the game. Okay? That's kind of how God has crafted us. Sometimes He has put things in your path that you're going to need that you don't even realize you're going to need it. You see it right now and it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. But then fast forward three years from now, you'd be like, Oh, that's why God gave me that, because I need it right now. I need it right now. See, Because remember, he knows the whole storyline. We're living it in the moment that we're in right now, but he knows the whole storyline. So he's placing within your path, okay, within you that he knows you're going to need at an appointed time. Do not forfeit that that God has given you now just because you don't think you need it now because you will. You will. If he gave it to you, it is for a reason and a purpose. All right, sis, we're at the end of the show. What you got for them?
2: Man, you said it all. I can drop the mic on that one and say goodnight. (laughs) You know, I want to tell everybody right now, know your purpose. And again, don't look at everybody else and think that that's how you're supposed to go. Ask God what is for you and find your own peace. And I love you guys. And I pray you be blessed in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Amen. Have an incredible week. I'm, a, I'm encouraging you and inviting you to do the same thing that we're doing on this 21-day journey for our strategic faith declaration. Spend time assessing where you are spiritually, mentally, physically, in your relationships, in your profession, and in your finances. Have a come-to-Jesus meeting in honesty and say, God, this is where I am. Where do I need to go? How can I improve Amen. In these six areas of my life? God bless you. Love you. You with the love of Christ, you have an incredible week. Love you, sis. Love you, beautiful. Love you, guys. Happy
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> I- thank you. Let's keep it real.